Hi everyone, it's Ansa and welcome to the Great Change Podcast. As you've, as you've heard, we've got Katty back. Katty was on the on the um, episode from last week and he was like, yeah, I'm coming back, I'm coming back. <laughs> but now Katty's back again and we're talking about compromise in this episode uh, as Christians, there's especially living in the in the world that we live in, especially as young Christians as well, Christian youth. There's this like pressure to like fit in with the world, and then which leads to a place of compromise where you're and compromise is very dangerous because when you start to compromise with the Word of God, I saw this thing actually today. It said compromise is asking the right question to fit the answer, mm. and that's deep. Because you know you can't change the answer, but you can change the question, which is yeah. deep. But yeah, so we're just talking about compromise. And in today's world, as I said, as youth, uh, Christian youth, there's this pressure to fit into the world. And so we, there's a times, there are times where we want to compromise, where we want to be like, okay, but I can just do this. I can just do that. But when we start to say, I can just do that, saying just do that is going to lead to um, something else because it always starts small it always starts small and and I said I say this like to myself and like, when I'm speaking that like, when when I start to justify my sin when I start to be like okay but this is just this or I'm doing that or okay but I had to lie to get out of this actually like, when I start to justify what I've sinned that's when like I'm I'm going back I'm going back because why am I trying to ju- justify sin when sin is not of God if sin is not of God and I'm calling myself a child of God, then I shouldn't be sinning purpose um, on purpose. I shouldn't be sinning on purpose. But yeah, that's what today's episode is basically about compromise. Like, how has the how has obviously being Christian in the in the in the world? How has how have you dealt with compromise? Like, has there been times where you've compromised your faith, or like you felt the need to, or felt pressured? I wouldn't say pressure, but there have been certain times where I have to say I maybe have compromised, like, my faith. Yeah. Definitely. Um, uh, we spoke about this last week after the podcast about um, abortion. So, trigger oh, yeah. Um, and I just said, I don't know, like, I can't speak too much about it, but if you're looking at it just in black and white lines, abortion is a sin, but I just said I can't speak too much about it. Why not? Because so, you're a male. Yeah. <laughs> fair enough, fair enough. Um yeah. I feel like I actually saw this thing. I saw this thing. I can't remember who was saying it, but they were saying how all the Christian female leaders were were silent on a, when they were talking about the abortion, the Roe vs. Wade um thing, that how all of these female leaders were silent and they weren't really being open about it. Uh, which is actually deep you know because that is that is a form of compromise when like the world are saying all of these things where we'll be we'll be preaching christ so big we'll be like jesus christ god holy spirit but then when it comes to these issues we're silent when we're meant to actually take a stand and it actually comes from a place of fear of man fear of what people are going to say about you that's why a lot of people like christian people didn't speak about this abortion thing but Thank God to the people, the people who were bold enough to speak about it. Um, like I remember, there's this uh, female 
this woman that I follow on Instagram and she spoke openly about abortion and how it's wrong and and she even gave Bible scriptures to back it up um the scripture where it says before uh I think you gave that scripture last 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 week after we finished recording you was you said the one about I think it's Jeremiah before you were before you were formed I knew you or what's the verse can't remember. Let me let me find it. I think it's before I formed you. Before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. Uh, Jeremiah chapter one verse five, and that is powerful. That's evidence that life that exist life existence. It starts from just that small because just that tiny um, fetus. Yeah, definitely. It's just saying that before you were even thought about God and me before yeah. you even yeah. thought you were planned ahead by God so. before you were even flesh and blood yeah. and, and, and a lot of the times obviously I can't say to I can't it's, as Christians we shouldn't judge in it, and it's good yeah. we have to correct when we're correcting or like we're speaking about maybe someone said something and we know like as a Christian we shouldn't do that obviously we have to correct um, people from a place of love and also use Bible scriptures to to back up our points because that will make our points more strengthened, strengthen our points. But um, when it when it comes to this abortion thing, I, 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 I did see a lot of people who were saying they're Christians post about pro, what is it? Pro what? Pro-life and what's the other one? Uh, pro-choice. Yeah, pro-choice. Yeah, I saw a lot of Christians were posting about pro-choice. Um, but then, but then again, one thing that I've been like thinking about and obviously being more actively, um, not trying not to do it is obviously jump to judging and like, be like, oh, but so is this person really a Christian? Because I feel like a lot of people who say they're Christians don't, there's a lot of things they don't know. So like with the abortion thing, no one has taught them, this is it, this is that, or not even with abortion, there's a lot of other things that, a lot of um, things that, especially young Christians, don't know or they don't understand. Like, for example, um, why, just a a simple uh, example, why we need to read our Bibles every day, why we need to pray to God, why we need to be in prayer every day, or why we shouldn't be drunk, why we shouldn't drink alcohol, especially to be drunk, why we shouldn't be intoxicated, why we shouldn't, like, smoke, um, weed, weed and drugs and all of that stuff. I feel like there's a lot of thing where a lot of Christians don't understand why, like because they've been brought up with the you must not do this, you must not do that. But I think it's important to also, as well as say you you shouldn't do that, why you shouldn't do that, and also taking it from a biblical, a biblical perspective. Because obviously, as Christians, everything we do must be of God, and we will know what to do when we use the Bible. Mm. Oh yeah, even like coming on here to speak about this, like abortion and stuff like that, like there will be backlash. People always talk. People always not um, agree. But as long as what I'm saying is from God and it's from His Word, then I just gotta gotta speak it, man. I gotta speak it. The Bible says, and you shall know the truth, and the truth shall set you free. I feel like living, a lot of us Christians are living a lie 
living a lie, thinking that we're doing so well in our in our walk. We're like that's that that's an that's another killer um of um of progress being comfortable especially in being comfortable in our walk with christ when we begin to be comfortable and say yeah i'm doing all of this big ourselves up um obviously it's good to be like oh wow look how, how far i've come i'm reading my bible a lot more than i used to i'm praying a lot more um i'm walking with christ more obviously it's good to say that but to be like yeah i've read the bible man i'm yeah i know it all no like being a christian we have to be humble to know that there's still a lot more that we don't know like big men of god who you be like these guys know it these guys know it have been like this have said that they themselves have still got more to learn so it's actually crazy i feel like i say everything's crazy when i'm saying everything's crazy i mean good crazy because the things in this bible the things of of god are is difficult to understand from a worldly perspective but yeah it's like abortion the only thing that you think about when we when we talk about compromise as a christian is that abortion the only thing that comes to mind no like there are so many things that come to mind when it comes to like compromise and i think like there's a lot of great area that the only thing that like one thing that comes to mind right now is like selling drugs because mm. nowhere in the bible does that explicitly say don't sell drugs obviously the bible says follow the law of the land you live in mm. which is legal in the uk right yeah however when, when i like speak to some people i know it's like it's such a great area where the bible never explicitly said not sell drugs says do not be intoxicated right yeah but no it's like don't sell it so it's like when i speak to people there there's that gray area there where they're just saying it's not a sin because god never said it is but well, something I really learned is mm. from my past is just because God doesn't say something, look at yourself and ask yourself as a, as a Christian, it might not be a sin or whatever, mm. but as a Christian, do you really think you should be doing that? Yeah. On that, like, number one, I feel like there's no grey areas with with God, with Christianity, like, a lot of mm. the times. That's where compromise comes. We say, like, it's a grey yeah. area, but no, God is a yes or no God. He either says yes or no. He doesn't say, he doesn't go, yeah, you can go, you can do that. I mean, yeah, it's all right. Yeah. No, God is yes. And God is no. Like even the Bible says, let your yes be yes. And your no be no or something like that. And also with what you said about follow the, um, follow the law of the land you live in. Paul said, I believe it was Paul. He said that all things are lawful, but not all things are expedient. I think he said yeah. he said something like that. How basically all things seem like, oh yeah, you can do it, but it's not everything that you should do. Just because just because it doesn't explicitly say don't sell drugs in the Bible, doesn't mean that we should go sell it, like you said. And also the Bible says do not be conformed to um to this world. Do not conform to this world, but be transformed with a renew of your mind. Something along those lines. Um, please forgive if I've misquoted. So yeah, although we are in the world, and obviously we do need to abide by the by the law. Obviously, the good good laws, because obviously if the laws tell us to do something that goes against God's word, why would we do that? Um, but 
yeah, we still don't need to conform to this world. And what you, um, it's actually interesting that you bring that up. The um, just because the Bible doesn't explicitly say it doesn't mean that uh, you can't do it or you you sh- you should do it. Like the gray area thing, because that's where compromise yeah. comes. I've, a lot of people are like say, oh, but the Bible doesn't say that explicitly, and then therefore they use that as an excuse to continue to do what they're doing. But then again, they're also like I touched on this last week. I think I was speaking to you after. Outside of, the pod- outside of the podcast, I was saying how, um, oh no, I said this in the podcast, I was like how I found a verse, a scripture that said, if you feel like what you're doing is not, if you're uncertain on whether something is wrong or right and you continue to do it, it's a sin. Um, yeah. So if it ever like comes into your mind, what I'm doing, is, I shouldn't really be doing that as a Christian. But then again, it doesn't say that in the Bible, but then still continuing to do it, then... It's a sin. It's a sin, man. That's true. Like, um, the biggest example I can think of is um, getting the tattoo. Like, Oof. it's a bit like misconception, but from what I understand, it's not actually a sin. The sin lies in when you get a tattoo which honors the dead, because the Bible explicitly says, mm. for a realm of the dead and the living should not be together. Mm-hmm. However, in saying that, you can get a tattoo about anything else. But mm. it's the thing, do you really get a tattoo? Like, mm. do you really need it? Mm. But obviously, like like I said, you can say that's where compromise comes in. And I, I'm not really one to, like, quote and say this, that, this, that. Because mm. personally, yeah, there's been, like, one point in my life I can say, yeah, I didn't want a tattoo. But then, like, when you look back, you just think, like, when you know, like, the word, like, the word, it doesn't really say what that you should do right yeah it just says don't get a tattoo on the dead but then when you look deep into it, you just think just don't get a tattoo at all like just it's better to be on the safe side and know that what you're doing is right than be questioning yourself yeah what did right or wrong like, yeah. like you said last week as well see a lot of people say like getting tattoo is a, a lot of people say that's a great area too and I also saw this thing about personal convictions. People are saying are now using personal convictions as an excuse to now carry on sinning. Because the Lord hasn't convicted me, then I should therefore um continue. Oh, and a big one is music. Oh my days, music. That was a big one. Compromise with that one. Cause I I really I don't I don't agree with listening to music that that clearly explicitly goes against the word of god sex um before marriage um like fornication um uh alcohol drugs all of these things that clearly go against the word of god and listening to that music like i don't understand i don't get it like especially as a child of god like you believe the words of god but still listening to that kind of music because obviously there are there are uh, music out there that are not they're not bad like they are they're cute and calm like for example um let's for example uh music for children baby music like rules on the bus go round and round round and round round and round and um what's the other one uh twinkle twinkle little star how i wonder how what what she... <laughs> it's, been, it's been a while <laughs> obviously yeah that is secular music but it's not really going against what it's not really going against the word of God. However, this I actually wanted to mention this with the tattoo thing as well. And anything in general, actually. It 
there, there's also motives play a big role in the things that we do because yeah. we need to remember that god doesn't see yes the outward man sees the outward appearance but god sees the heart so more time when we're doing all of these things for outward appearance that man can see when man's opinion or what man thinks getting validation from man is not even what we should be focused on is rather what does our heavenly father think of us um and what we are doing remember that remembering that god sees the heart and so if we're doing all these things for self-gratification or because we want to please ourselves or we're making these things an idol then that's when like it's very questionable like assessing our motives before we do things is important even think even doing things in the name of god as well like say we want to do something we're going to go and we're going to be like yes i want to do this for you lord but deep down we're doing it because we want the praise of man god is seeing our heart and if we're doing all of this in the name of god um but deep down you're actually doing it because you want the praise of man what are you actually gaining what are, what are you what is actually the point the bible says that he who loses his life for me on earth well let me not misquote actually the bible basically on along the same lines as that the bible says he who loses his life will gain it obviously eternity so to lose our life here on earth to live for christ and die to self we will obviously gain our life in eternity we will also gain life in eternity so why we why we shouldn't live for man why should we live for man when when the king of kings the lord will send his only begotten son to die for us so we should live for him i feel like this this episode is like all over the place we've spoken about loads of different things but i like that it's good it's good yeah no, I, I like it, like, just flowing. Um, but just to bring in some scriptures in it, because we've got to do that. Well, there's actually one scripture I really want to read. Now that you've really said that, and it's uh, Mark chapter 8, verse 36. Yeah. It's saying, uh, I think I'm going to read from like, the Amplified Version. Mm-hmm. For what does it benefit a man to gain the whole world mm. with all its pleasures and forfeit his soul. Like, mm, yeah. Like, it, like, it hits home like, what, what you're saying. Like, you, you can gain the whole world, you can make all the money in the world, get all the fame in the world. Yeah. But if you've lost your soul in the process, yeah. you've lost everything. Like, people think like losing the money you have means you've lost everything as long as you still have your soul that's something like and that brings you back to that job he lost everything even though in spite he did curse god but he still kept his soul he still kept his faith and that's why god rewarded him tenfold is that like more in relation to like compromise or to like basically what i said about the losing your life to gain it uh it's like losing your life to gain it but at the same time that does fit to compromise. Like once you compromise and you've lost your soul in the essence of compromising. Oh, yeah. You've lost everything. Yeah, it's true. Because the Bible says we were bought at a price. Our souls are precious. Our souls are so precious that God sent his only begotten son to die for us on the cross. He paid the price so that we could have salvation and our souls could be saved. 
Wow. That's, if that is not evidence enough that, if that is not proof to show that God cares for our souls, then I don't know what else. Um, but yeah, I was reading a, an, a, I was on a website called Got Questions and it was, uh, the question was, what does the Bible say about compromise? And basically what the website was talking about is how uh, there's some, in some ways, compromise is good. For example, getting married to someone um, in a marriage, you need to compromise. Obviously, you can't have everything your way. In in relationships in general, you need to compromise. Everything can't just be your way. It's a two way two way thing. Um, and also, they gave a biblical example of when compromise was was good. Was when um, a use of compromise in this context. Sorry, and Daniel. And when Daniel and his three friends uh, compromised with the Babylonian officials, um, officials in official in concerning their diet, you know the part in the Bible where Daniel refrained and his friends refrained from I think eating meat and it was just fruit and veg. Mm. Um, but then they this article gave this uh, scripture Deuteronomy chapter five verse thirty two which says. Be careful to do what the Lord your God has commanded you. Do not turn aside to the right or to the left. And essentially what this, what am I going to call it, article website was saying is that we shouldn't compromise when God's commands, when we're talking about God's commands. Because this is something that God has commanded us to do. If this is what God has told us to do, why are we looking for loopholes? Why, why are we trying to look for loopholes? We're only trying to look, we only try to look for loopholes when we're trying to justify our sin which is not good it's not it's really not good and obviously we're flesh we're in the flesh we're in this world which is full of the flesh pleasing self-gratification evil and so obviously there will be there are times where unfortunately we do fall short um we do fall short of the glory of god and we do sin but finding a justification for sin that no that is something that we shouldn't do because then there's no conviction there's no what was the it's just we shouldn't we just shouldn't do it because it's just like why are we trying to justify doing going against god's word why are we trying to do that if we're so if we're just like yeah i'm a child of god i believe in god um god is to be glorified he's a holy god almighty but we're trying to justify our sin it just doesn't correlate and sin is not of god god doesn't god so hates sin that when we commit sin it's the it's um separation from god hence why there's hell hell is separation from god i actually saw this thing actually um hell where um no i didn't see hell i saw this thing where they were saying how the the worst one of the worst the worst thing about hell was not really the fire but actually the separation from god and not having god god's presence there i think that's what the thing was saying how that is even much worse than the fire which makes sense because especially as God being the source of life, like that's where we, we God breathed into man. And so because God breathed into man, man became flesh, man became alive. 
So to be separated from the creator for eternity, God for God for God forbid, I don't want to go to hell, man. God willing, by God's grace, I will make heaven, man. Cause who oh, child? How can I be separated from my maker? You know, like when you say that, you know, hell wasn't made for humans. Like, it, uh, yeah. People don't realize that hell wasn't made for us. Hell was a prison for the devil and his fallen angels. Mm. God yeah. had to make a prison for them, not for you. And like the best analogy I thought of is like, no one wants to spend their life alone in the type of way. Mm. Like, you obviously want family or company or whatever in your life. Yeah. But it's the same thing the devil's trying to do. He doesn't want to spend eternity in hell alone. Mm. Wow. That's why, that's why he eagerly wants to bring people down there with him. Wow. Because he's called the God of this world, right? Yeah. To be a God of something, you have to rule over people. Mm. And he can't do that for all in God's, in God's like vision, God's kingdom. He can't do that. That's why he wants to bring down as many people as he can. And he's now given the opportunity to do so. Like we've seen that in the world, a lot of things are happening. Yeah, that's true, you know. That's actually true. And along those lines, the devil's actually jealous that. Yeah, I'm, I'll call it jealous that we actually have a chance to make it to heaven because he has no chances. That's what I say. That's what I was um, thinking within the week. Um, that. The devil and his and the demons they have nothing to lose so why do we not think that they will throw everything they have to stop us from making it to heaven they have nothing to lose they already know they're going to um the lake of fire they're going to um hell they already know so what do they have to lose it's not like they have another chance however we do we have a chance to make it to heaven so why won't we choose this opportunity choose this chance to build a relationship with christ to really know him on this planet on this earth like our soul is so precious that we actually can decide if we want to make heaven by living our lives here on earth for christ that's true honestly like you said they honestly have nothing to lose and we have everything to lose Mm. as we know the earth was given to us all the possessions within were given to us. So we have a lot to lose. We have everything to lose. Yeah. They have everything to lose. They have everything to gain, rather. Yeah. So, like, my biggest thing is, like, whenever you're doing something, just, like, think, like, number one, this is purify what God wants me to do. Mm. Number two, where am I going to do this? Like, this is like, two very important things you have to think about. I don't wow. think a lot of people think about it. I think when you do something, you just do it and you don't think about doing it. You just do it. Yeah. And then afterwards you reflect and you're like, was that really right? Wow. That's true. That's true, man. A lot of us wanna do but we don't but we don't have a why, like we don't have a proper like why. Or maybe when in the case where we do have a why, it's not it's not got anything to do with God. It's to do with us. And the devil actually likes... I saw this thing. It was on the Bible app on one of the devotionals. Um, one of the Bible plans that said, the devil is happy when you're serving yourself. You don't necessarily have to serve the devil. 
he will, he's happy when you're serving yourself, serving yourself because you're not serving God. He's so spiteful. Like, he's just... <laughs> this guy is hurt. Not even this guy, because he's not a guy. But the devil is hurt. Bro, I haven't even talked, I haven't talked a lot this, like, podcast, but what you're saying, you're just spitting. I'm just trying to take it all in, to be fair. <laughs> Bro. Yeah, really no, man. No, because I, I don't want to compromise my faith. We shouldn't. Like, it's such a dangerous place, com- a place to be in. Mm. can't compromise with faith like with that i definitely feel it's just black and white you can't compromise that you can't ever say mm. yeah just because i live in the 21st century something's gonna apply but yeah. i think saying that yeah there's something i really want to like, bring out i feel like a lot of our grandparents or great-grandparents a lot of them knew the word like they, they knew of the gospel and they knew what was right and wrong yeah but like a lot of them didn't do what was right like, mm. as I like saying so like your environment has so much to do with how you behave true like if you're in an environment where a lot of people are I, I also get so confused uh, a lot of people are just a lot of people just you know disobey God that's the best thing I want to say yeah obey God and you know the word within you but yet you still choose to follow them. You've lost more than they have lost because you know the word. These people don't give like Too a toss about the word of God to be fair, like to be frank. Mm-hmm. But you that knows the word, why should you associate yourself with them? Like and it comes up to a situation, you do one or two things. Try your best to win these people to the word of God. Try your best to tell them what they're doing is not correct. Mm. And if they don't listen, still try. If they still refuse to listen, you can remove yourself from the situation. Yeah, but at least you can say you tried. Yeah, because you can't be in a place of temptation and still remain in that same place of temptation. Yeah. Because like, like the scripture I read yesterday from Matthew twelve thirty, if you're not doing anything, you're actually making it worse. Mm. Wow. So if, sit there in a place of temptation doing nothing you're making it worse like you have these people's lives in your hands you can choose whether to save them or mm. to let them go and live out their life as long as you've tried you've you've took it you've like taken a step above like whether they heard you or not you know deep within you you have tried mm. god loves a trial yeah that's one of one of my favorite like gospel rappers um, said in one of these songs, but yeah, man, this is deep. Like, like even like how I feel right now. Like, I'm like, should I be saying all of this stuff? Cause, cause I know like a, these staying saying this, a lot of people don't want to talk about it. A lot of people don't want to hear it. So yeah, like it's me, a topic, to be fair. it's a what? Sorry, it's a sensitive topic. Yeah. Um, a lot of people don't want to say it. A lot of people don't want to hear. Like a lot, a lot of the times we don't want to hear about our sin. We want to continue. So like when we hear about it, it's like no, nah, stop telling me. 
I feel like that's more shame than anything, to be fair. Like, if you know the sin you're committing, but when someone tries to tell you, it's shame. Like, mm. and I feel like that, that is, I'm not trying to compare anything, but I feel like it's better than knowing the sin you're doing, but not caring. Yeah. If you at least have shame, like, a, like literally a grain of remorse in your heart, yeah. you're going to go a lot further than someone who just doesn't care anymore. Yeah, not true. Like, I've spoken to people at Christianity and, like, I don't know if you've heard this in it, but the one famous line I always say is, oh, I've sinned so much, God's not going to, like, accept me, so I'm just going to continue doing yeah. this. Yeah. I'll go to hell. Like, that's how just doesn't have remorse in the heart anymore. It's just accepted that they're going to go to hell. And why, why should they stop? And that's the trick. That's that's the trick of the enemy. Yeah. Why should you be comfortable? Why well, answer comfortable? <laughs> no, because one time I did. Uh, it was group evangelism. We came across this person that said, and we asked them. I can't remember the question we asked them, but the person was like, "Yeah, I'm going to hell." And I'm like, "How are you so comfortable with the fact that of going to hell?" And another trend that was on TikTok, the one about hell is gonna be a party. Hey, <laughs> one that shall never end. This is deception. Hell is not gonna be a party. Hell is the worst place man can ever know. Like I said, why would you want to go to a prison that was designed for the devil himself and his demons? Mm. Like no mortal man should want to to mm. say I want to go to hell. Yeah. Nah. Like that's why it's like important for us to do our bit as Christians. Like we need to plant seeds of the gospel mm. in people and link and let the Holy Spirit do his work so people can know about God, about the kingdom of God, about the work that the of about Jesus Christ sending his son to come die for us on the cross of Calvary so that we could have um eternal life. And another area of compromise that just came to my mind is this um there's this kind of message that goes around about once you're saved you're always once saved you're always saved in the sense that as long as you accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior you can continue like living in sin and you'll be fine. But no, that's not that's not biblically correct. Why would God send his only begotten son to die for us on the cross of Calvary to pay the sin, I mean to pay the debt that we had accumulated through our sin for us to accept Jesus Christ our personal Lord and Savior but continue to live in sin? What? That's like in in a way for like us to like understand it a bit more. That's like someone committed a crime, but someone has willingly came and said, Okay, I will pay, I will do the sentence. You're sentencing this you're sentencing this person to 30 years in prison. I will do the sentence for this person. And then that person goes and commit the same crime. What was the point of that person letting that, the person coming to take your place was for you to go free. But no, you're going to put yourself in that same trouble again. But obviously this is like when we talk about this, it's like like you said, it's a sensitive topic. Um, you might we might be like oh but how do we stop compromising or how do, can we stop compromising so like what do you think Kachi like how how as Christians can we overcome compromise how can we if we've comprom if we're compromising in our faith how can we come back how can we be like 
the word of God says yes on this. The word of God says no on this. How how do we keep to that? I feel like what I said, a lot of people do things without thinking. I think before you do something, just step back and, like, like I said, like, you version is probably one of my, my favourite Bible apps. Mm. Like, you can use it like you're using YouTube. It has a search bar. Just type in what you're trying to know. And like you said, got questions, that should go to a website. Just type in what you want to know and it will tell you and you know how to live your life. Mm. And with compromise, it's not all the time you need to give your opinion. But know when to stand and fight for your faith. Yeah. Like, and it's actually a difference between what I'm saying. Like, you don't need to give an opinion all the time. If someone says to you, oh, uh, uh, someone just says, I believe in abortion, that's fine with you. Do what you want to do. But also know with your heart, just try and inform this person. If God created you, I was going to kill a life. You don't need to stand there and argue back and forth with them. That's not what, like, the point is. Like you said, you're planting seeds. Seeds are so small, but they can move mountains. Yeah. You just have to put in their mind to let them know what, like, think about what you're saying. Is it really necessary? Yeah. And, like, a scripture that I want to read, like, Proverbs chapter 10, verse 7, in the NIV version, it just says, the name of the righteous is used in blessings, but the name of the wicked will rot. Mm. So you want to be like you're a righteous person. You want to be accounted as righteous. Yeah. So you know, like what you know within you, you're a righteous person. Like being righteous, but going up, preaching the gospel, doing the right things, living the right way. It's not just also being a good Christian. It's being a good person as well. I feel they stem from the same thing, but you can't compromise when it comes to being a good Christian. Mm. And I feel like you just have to hit the hammer on the head. If you don't, if your faith says that's a no, it's a no. Like, don't ever feel the need to just push around certain people. You now need to change the way you're living to accommodate those people. Yeah. The most famous example of the Bible that really, really talks about compromise is Noah. Everyone around him changed. Everyone around him forgot God, forgot the ways of God. And he never once compromised his faith. And that's why he was accounted as righteous and blessed. Yeah. He was passed the double ark. Yeah. And like the Bible says, blessed is he that endures to the end or something yeah. along those lines. I need to know these scriptures, man. The way I just be like something along those lines or <laughs> I'm sorry if I've misquoted. No, it's not even about misquoted. I come to that. It's better to know something than not to know the word at all. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, true, true. <laughs> but now I hear that. I hear that. What I would say about compromise, overcoming compromise as a Christian is don't let it get too far. Like, if it, the thing about sin and all of this is it's always starts small. And and that's, this is what I say about, like, all, like, about... When we see on these crime channels where we're like, how can a human being commit something so vile? Like, how can a human being do this? I can, like, not that I understand because, woo, I'll never understand why people do what they do because that is just, is just evil. But um, the thing about sin is that it always starts small. When, when that person, when someone starts, oh, maybe they told that one lie 
maybe they lied. Someone asked them, did you take my chocolate bar from the fridge? They'll be like, no, I didn't take your chocolate bar. Ask this person, maybe they did, but then they took the chocolate bar. Next thing, what's going to, from then on, they're going to start lying, big, telling bigger lies, you know? Um, and saying, and from that, they will just be at a place that they never even thought they would end up in. That's the thing. When these like when we we start sin at a small small place, and then we end up at that at the sin where the sin has just become, well, to be honest, there's no big or small sin, but the, we've been committing that sin so, so for so long that we're just like, wait, did I just do that? But then when it was started small, when it started at that that first point, we didn't we didn't think anything of it. So like I'd say, especially in compromise, if you've realized that wow, I'm actually compromising my faith, that, first of all, it's actually a blessing that you, you should be, like, it's it's something to be happy and grateful about, that you're even able to realise that you're compromising your faith. And, in, and it's important to act on that immediately. Because when you leave it on the back burner, that thing's going to continue burning. When it's on that back burner until it causes a fire and consumes. So... Oh, I'm not gonna lie, what you just said. Like, I just remember, you know, like, you know, when you hear like parents talking about bad children, how it will start from lying or now going to stealing to Yeah. yeah. It starts small, like, if you don't kill the small things, yeah. it's gonna become too big to and you will get to a point you can't control it anymore. Yeah. Like a fire. Yeah. Like, with, we talk about like faith as a mustard seed and how. Um, having a small amount of faith can move mountains. Mm. Applying that same analogy, analogy, small to big. How many house fires have there been because someone dropped just a simple cigarette, a cigarette that could have been put out, or not even smoking a cigarette at all? That small thing that was dropped caused a house fire. Like that's the same with sin. That small thing that could have been stopped when it was small. Has now become big. Why do you think in the Bible, Herod was it Herod wanted to kill baby Jesus? Because baby Jesus was young. Killing a child, God. Um, this is very explicit, but the um, how do I even say this? Because <laughs> I've never like spoke about explicit stuff on the podcast. <laughs> but like, obviously, that that the things happened during that time, like um the the first uh the killing of like firstborns and stuff like that why do you think yeah. they want to they do it when the their babies when they're children because like when if god forbid and like thank god like we serve a living god a great a great god but imagine jesus christ was like herod succeeded there would be no salvation for us. Well, there would have been because God will always find a way. But just imagine, like, that's deep. That's why, like, when, like, in anything, cutting off something small, it can either be a benefit or it can be um, a, a burden. It can either be a benefit or a burden. Uh, it's a burden in the sense of, like, sin and um not cutting off sin where it starts small but it can also be a blessing when you don't cut off things um when they're small like for example dreams and like 
the aspiration to do things, especially for in the name of like for God and the kingdom of God, like a lot of people's dreams have been killed because of what people have said. But anyways, that's a different that's a different um I'm going off on a tangent here, but yeah. I'd say like with compromise, realizing it on time and and doing something about it then. Um, but then it's also difficult when it's it's now a uh, been a consistent thing, because then like how do you? Because eventually people become numb to the sin they're committing. True, true. Well, yeah, man. Compromise is a big. Everything you said to like. No, a lot to think about. Like I was, I didn't even think when I was preparing for that compromise. I didn't, obviously, I didn't write a lot, a lot, but I didn't realize how big of a thing it is. Mm. And not just in the young generation, us as Christians in general, like no matter how big or small we are. It's just by God's grace. It's by His grace, man. Pardon? You kind of let me let me speak oh, just here. Bruh. Bruh, man. Nah. And obviously, guys, if you've come like to this point of the podcast, everything that we've said, please go back and confirm it for yourself. Like obviously it's good to hear the word of god but as christians we also need to go back and confirm it for ourselves that way it becomes more rooted in us as christians so us speaking about these things obviously we're giving scriptures to back up our points but it's important to go back and study it for yourself and be like okay yeah all right yeah yeah this makes sense yeah and also ask for the holy spirit to like confirm the word for you and also to teach and reveal things. Oh well, yeah, I think this is that like, a great place to end it. I can't how long has it been? Like I feel like it's been a a while, like but it felt quick. Like it felt Yeah, it felt quick. This is the first really quick. Wow. I don't think it's been an hour to be fair though. You really, you don't think it's been an hour? No, I don't think so. We started at I went past seven, so. Wow, I think it's maybe like 50 something. I mean, I'll yeah, see when I'm like, <laughs> we'll see after. But <laughs> yeah, guys, honestly, um, we shouldn't compromise in our faith, even though I'm not saying it's not going to happen because we do live in this fleshly world, which is not an excuse to continue compromising. But obviously... By the grace of God, we're able to do things, as the Bible says in Philippians chapter 4, verse 13, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. So we may be looking at this Christian life and this and be like, oh, I don't know how I'm going to do this. Like I even saw on TikTok, someone was saying how Christian, being a Christian is hard. Let's say how it is. Being a Christian is hard. Which is why everything we do is by his grace. Don't rely on yourself and think you are... Um, being going to be able to do this, and there's there's even a scripture that says, um, "That's was not yours, but it's mine." Yeah, that's not even the scripture I was thinking of, but yeah, that's a good one. I was thinking about the one that says to not lean on your own understanding, because yeah. I understand it's it's wavy, it shifts, it shifts, but let's lean on the rock of ages. 
He should be our foundation, our rock. He will never, never let us down. So, yeah, trust in God to overcome. And, yeah, let's let's do this. Let's do this, man. I hope this um, episode has encouraged and edified you to just con- just continue in this. Like, the journey is not going to be easy, but... It's a marathon, not a race. Yeah. But yeah, guys, in light of this, if there's anything that you want to say to me or Kachi, you can can email me at greatchangetc at gmail.com and also follow the Instagram. You can also DM me on Instagram at greatchangetc. And yeah, guys, this is a deep... I, I sound a bit like low, like down, because this is a deep, deep subject. And yeah, guys, I'll see you next time for the next episode. Thank you so much, Kachi, for being here once again. Um, thank you for actually having me. Like, thank you so much for having me once again. Nah, thank you for being here, man. But yeah, guys, <laughs> I feel like I'm so like down. Not deflated, but just a bit. But There's a lot to think about. There's a lot to process and think about. Yeah, it is it is but i really do hope this helps someone out there who may be struggling with compromise um and yeah god bless you all i hope you have a blessed week a blessed weekend and see you in the next episode bye